Recorded live by the woman who goes through more podcast co-hosts than I do underwear in a year. Ew, that's kind of gross, actually. My name is Bill Satry, the big voice of Transformation Thursday. And my pronouns are he, him, his. Because A.B. still has some mythical hold over me, I'm still doing these announcements pro bono for the coolest student who ever attended Bemidji State University. It's Transformation Thursday now, hosted by Amy Stevens, because she can't ditch herself, can she? Welcome back to Transformation Thursday. My name is Amy Stevens, and my pronouns are she, her, and as I just alluded to in the open, we have Michael Gamela with us tonight. He is with the Image Out Festival, which is going to get started here pretty soon in Rochester. What, October 6th, is it, or 7th? What date do you guys kick off for your fall season? Yeah, our dates are October 6th to the 16th, and... um, we have a uh, launch party on the 6th, our opening opening party. But on the same night at 6 p.m., we also open our virtual platform, which we started doing this um, due to the pandemic. So yeah. we had to switch to uh, a, a virtual festival. And then that was the first year of the pandemic. And then we kept, we just kept it because... We found out that some people have made uh, the festival or have never made the festival because of the physical limitations and with the virtual offerings, uh, they're able to participate. So, Yeah, have you been able to pick up more of a larger national, international audience because you're offering it virtually? Well, that's the thing. All the other festivals are also offering the their films virtually. So part of the negotiation for some of these films is we have to keep it within New York State. Oh, okay. Yep, I've yeah, heard of that. So we have, we've had um, uh, a number of films that uh, were made available internationally or within the U.S. But for, for the most part, our films are only limited geographically to the New York State. Okay. So, you know, you don't compete with the other festivals that's okay. going on that makes around sense. Yeah, I respect that. Well, before we get into your films and what you're excited for, for the festival, um, you know, last year I put on a comedy show on November 18th and you had a little fundraiser on the same night. And, you know, our audiences overlap pretty heavily with who we would attract out. And I got to give it to you. You trounced me. Well, let's not forget that it was put together by Mrs. Kasha Davis, a fabulous entertainer. So lucky to have her here in our community, aren't we? Yeah. So between her and it, the you know the event benefiting uh, me, uh, it was uh, a good crossover. But I didn't make it to the <laughs> to the to the event because I was obviously recovering from my um, from my transplant at the time. Yeah. And well, yeah. And then that was still the height of Omicron right after Halloween last year. So I would imagine you were still taking some precautions and public appearances. Yeah. Well, you know, physically, I couldn't really participate because I was still weak and fatigued. So 
I wanted to, but couldn't. And medically, I shouldn't. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you've been out and about a little bit more this year. We got to meet in person when we appeared on 13 Wham! together to promote the Summer Pride comedy and storytelling show. So that benefited Image Out and that donation is still forthcoming. Sorry about that, but it is coming. But, <laughs> but that was no, a great yeah. show. Yeah, this year has been a little different. You know, I'm able to be out and about and enjoy the summer a little bit more. It's still a struggle for me. I'm still uh, doing treatments, but I'm trying to have a life over that. <laughs> yeah, and it's and you are having a life. And, you know, and I would say, you know, from the lim- my limited experience with you and what I see of you on social media, you are definitely living your best life. We try. And as, you know, everyone should. And yeah, you're right. Um, the the one thing that is keep what you know the the one thing that keeps me busy is image out and yeah. as a volunteer and putting together the the lineups not just for uh, fall this October, but we also have um, spring edition now. So yeah, and we started when I started my journey with cancer. So <laughs> so it's it's. Uh, it's interesting that Image Out is the one that is keeping me focused and not think about uh, everything else that's going on in my life. Well, um, and I got to imagine having something to stay focused on while you're going through all these treatments is a wonderful thing, too. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, love, I love what Image Out does. And I love that we have a strong support from the community and being able to bring all these films from all over the world and expose our patrons to the different experiences and some are similar but it's always it's always to it's always nice to see it from a different perspective and the different cultural influences yeah. and all that even though we're going through the same things yeah well talking about the films this is the perfect segue so what are you excited to show this year we have a lot of great movies and I'm, I'm not saying that lightly. And that's also one of the reasons why I'm, I'm excited about the festival this year. Yeah. You know, we just recently released our lineup. So if you are, if you are online, you can go to our, our, our website, imageout.org. And from there, you could connect to the, to the event of site that Image Out has where you can buy our tickets and also it will be our, our virtual platform. As I mentioned earlier, Image Out still doing a hybrid film festival this year in order to provide accessibility to people have, who have been used in the last couple of festivals to watch things from home. And there's a lot of films to highlight. If, we, if I'm going to talk about it, all about it you know it it will take forever but i do want to highlight our opening nights our opening night films which will be shown on october 7th at the little theater uh, little theater one and at six o'clock we will be screening a mexican film called mayfly about a young woman who was very organized and she has her future mapped out for for her and then she meets another girl who is just living life as it comes along. So total opposite. And we also realize in the film that the character that's more organized and more rigid has this special ability to 
to see a certain glow in people. Yeah. And it means that when 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 she sees a glow around someone, that that person is uh, getting close to death. Mm-hmm. So, and the the brighter the glow is, uh, the closer the person is to death. So, so in a way, it's magical realism, but for the most part, it is a romantic film. And you know, I to say more about the film will give too much away. Okay. Uh, but it's it's one of the things I, I I would recommend because I remember watching it with my with my uh, with my committee with my screening committee, and we just looked at each other afterwards. It's like, isn't that one of the best lesbian films we've seen in a while? Just because it's it's light, it's but it's dramatic, but it's also magical in a way. And with what I'm going through right now, it also hits me a little differently and i i want to talk about it uh more because the film unfortunately because it's it's rather new and it hasn't really done much screening it doesn't have a um a trailer yet so okay. it's very difficult to entice people to, to to go to a movie without the trailer all right but you you sold me i'll be there yeah <laughs> Which is the opposite of the film that would screen after that at uh, 8.45. It's called In From The Side, which is our rugby film. It's full of this husky, good-looking, bearded men. <laughs> and, you know... The, the, bears of the, the bears of the community, right? Well, some are bears, but they're... I think they're kind of like wolves because they're muscular. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have a theatrical release uh, sometime in the in the future, but it's one of the most talked about gay films actually because because of the trailer and the pictures. It's very intriguing. It's very sexy. You know, the story revolves around cheating, so it's difficult to market it as a romantic film because. You know how people are so touchy about extramarital stuff. Well, and I think that also speaks to our society of like, especially in the United States of always wanting that movie to have that happy ending. And, you know, it still can be a great movie, but it might not have that rom-com ending that, you know, we're so used to. Yeah. But, you know, people are also going to bring up morality and all that. But, you know, it's. It's the reality of not just gay relationships, but any relationships that sometimes relationships come to a crossroad and uh, there are challenges and choices that people have to make. And, you know, sometimes even if it's not the, 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 common, um, the common concept of happiness, uh, it could be a happy ending for someone. Yeah. What I love about this movie is it's a true sports movie also because there's a lot of films that we show that are LGBTQ themed that, you know, would mention that, oh, this character is a volleyball player or a football player or a basketball player. But, you know, it's it's just a background. But here you see a lot of rugby games and, you know, you see them in the in the country club. Oh, is that what you call that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what a rugby club is. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm betraying my lack of knowledge in sports. Yeah, it's, it's one of the sport ball games. <laughs> yeah. 
Did you know that most social media and podcast platforms do not monetize queer content and that it takes money and time to host, edit, and market a podcast? In an effort to not rely on advertising internet search giants and huge social media platforms who rule the metaverse, we're taking our pitch directly to you, the listener of Transformation Thursday. In an effort to get Transformation Thursday out to those interested in the greater queer community of Rochester, New York, and the Finger Lakes, head over to TransformationThursday.com, where you will find podcasts' Patreon page to financially support Transformation Thursday. Patreon levels start at a dollar a month, and that is one dollar a month to help get Transformation Thursday out to those interested in the queer community of Rochester and the Finger Lakes. Direct your favorite browser to TransformationThursday.com and become a Patreon today. No, but those two are great opening nights. Well, and and that's an English movie as well, correct? Yes. English because it comes from the UK, but also English because it's, you know, they speak English. Well, I mean, yeah, I meant UK. Yeah. As you mentioned it. The, the lineup is very international, and we do have a few uh, uh, American independent films, but I just find that there's a lot of interesting, that, interesting things are coming from all over the world. And I know some people are not necessarily open to reading subtitles, but you know, for me, you know, sometimes you resist that, but then you sit in the theater and you sit there for the first five minutes and before you know it you totally forgot that it's subtitled your your eyes are accustomed to reading and watching the film at the same time um before we before we move on though staying on the sports theme you have this hockey movie yes and that will (laughs) be um that is a week after we open. That's uh, the, the second Friday of the festival. I think that's October 14. Okay. And it's an, uh, an ice hockey movie, a lesbian ice hockey movie from... Oh, I'm all in. Yeah, from Austria. So another, another subtitled film. But actually, that one is in English and, and German. And only the German part is subtitled. So, okay. and it's, it's again, great. It, it talks about, you know, some of the strong personalities and uh, how sometimes you use sports as an escape. And sometimes you meet someone that's so opposite you that it shakes your world and makes, yeah. makes it easier for you to, makes it easier for you to be happy. Well, and the other interesting thing about the hockey community is, is that, you know, on the male side, traditionally in the boy side of the sport, it's, it's been very alpha male, very masculine, yeah. and very, very, very straight. Yeah. And, and I'm very familiar with the hockey world here, at least in the United States, because of my involvement, you know, as a hockey official. And I grew up playing hockey in Minnesota, but I, but I have, you know, some girlfriends that grew up playing hockey here in Rochester and, it's been an interesting dynamic to hear from them. Like, yeah, when I referee hockey, that male world is so, in their words, toxic almost. Yeah. But, but on the flip side of that, when they participated in girls hockey and women's hockey, it's the queerest environment that they've ever been in. So it's, so an, it, it's an interesting flip of the coin there. Is it because, uh, you know, women's hockey, they kind of require 
tough women. You know, they have to endure a lot of physical. Women's hockey in the United States is not in most leagues across the world are non-checking, but it's still a very physical sport. Yeah. Yeah. So and funny that you say hockey, because there's another movie that has some hockey element. It's our narrative centerpiece. I'm sorry if I'm departing from the from the that that movie. By the way, is called Breaking the Ice. Okay, um, yep. That's the one that's showing at six o'clock, six o'clock p.m. on October 14. Yep. So I'm 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 going to I'm going to talk about another movie called Close, as in C L O S E. And that's our narrative centerpiece. And it's a great film from Belgium. In fact, it's Belgium's uh, submission to the Academy Awards for the Best International Feature. What I love about this film is, well, it's a story about two young friends. I think they're they're 13-year-olds. And, you know, at that age, I think depending on where you are, there's a lot of innocence still and boys can be close and uh they can be uh, physically expressive without any malice and all that but it kind of shows you that sometimes even the uh, even the slightest comment that may appear uh, to be innocent from other people can suddenly shake the foundation of a friendship like that because suddenly they realize that there's a world outside of the two of them mm-hmm. and that world may have a different understanding of of what uh, their relationship is so even at a young age it shows you that it matters what we tell people especially the kids it mm-hmm. matters what they see and it could affect how they think of themselves and all that. So that's what I love about the film. It doesn't directly talk about homosexuality necessarily. It's mm-hmm. about a bonding and uh, a camaraderie and friendship. But if that is for some reason misunderstood by the people around them, and it doesn't have to be a, because, you know, we're so exposed to bullying um, mm-hmm. in the most uh, toxic uh, way possible. But sometimes, even when you just question a relationship like that, without meaning to be negative about it, it could affect people involved differently. So, Well, that speaks a lot to society and the expectations that we overlay on relationships with young people. You know, how many times have I heard, you know, like you go up to a little girl and you know oh is you know is that your is that little boy your boyfriend or you know we we lay a lot of expectations on relationships when and they've also there's some research that's been done in psychology and the counseling world that i operate in where you know there's especially in that preteen pubescent area where we're talking about here with 13 year olds a lot of those close male friendships end at that age because at that age now you're supposed to go out and explore and find that girlfriend if you're a boy and so there's there's a lot of pressure on people you know at that age to conform to our societal norms around gender and dating even at 12 13 years old yeah and i i grew up in an environment i grew up in the philippines where you know boys can be can go walk around holding hands 
and yeah. have their arms around each other. And that doesn't mean anything at all. And that's, I think that's true for a lot of uh, Latin communities also. And uh, even in, in Europe and, you know, and well, that's I why also, I, I also saw that recently on a film about India yeah. where there's a lot where, you know, that type of male camaraderie is not looked at as it is here in the United States as a homosexual act. I'm just yeah. using that term. Yeah. Because or, that's the way it was been phrased when I was growing up in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Well, especially in, in Arab communities where there's a separation between male and females. Yep. So the males, they are always in a separate group. And so they bond differently. And, you know, I, I've traveled to, um, to some of those countries and you see the interaction are so different between the guy, young guys, especially where if they happen to be in the United States, you would start hearing homophobic um, slurs thrown at them just because of how they act uh, in each other's presence. Yeah. Um, and who's grooming who? <laughs> right. And another, another uh, film that I love, Close is actually screening on our first weekend, October 9th at I think it's about at seven o'clock, maybe six thirty at Little at Theater. Six thirty at the Little Theater. Thank I you got, for. I, I got your website up. I'm pulling them up as we talk. Yeah, good. So the other thing that I I love is something that we're showing at the Dryden Theater on Saturday on October eighth. It's called Chrissy Judy. What a fantastic venue that is. Yes, it's perfect for this movie. It's in black and white, so has it has the classic touch to it but it's actually about two gay friends who to dabble in drag mm -hmm. and um one is also actually in love with the other but you know knows that it's not going to go anywhere so it's nothing that he ever pursued so it's it's a it's a great story about how struggling drag artists are but also it's a great story about friendship and relationships and uh, it's out of new york and i i love highlighting uh, stories out of new york because after all we're in new york state and that's october 9th at no excuse me october, oh, october 8th, 8th, 8th at 3 or 5 30 p.m yeah 5 30 p.m and uh, that's one of our spotlight films this is Bill Satry, the big voice of Transformation Thursday, here to remind you what you're listening to is copyrighted material, all rights reserved 2022. But if you want to share an episode on social media and you won't get paid doing so, go for it. You can find Transformation Thursday online by searching for at TransThursPod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. On Apple Podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and a glowing review. It's free and does help get Transformation Thursday to a larger audience. So the, the, the thing about um, when I put this, this uh, lineup together, there are uh, a few films that, you know, we work hard, my, my committee and I work hard in making sure that we uh, bring some of the, the best films that we think uh, would be good for our community. Um, mm -hmm. But for myself, I also like, uh, I, I like uh, bringing films that have not played everywhere, you know, that may not have 
been exposed yet to many film festivals. I like to discover films from all over the world. So there are many films in the lineup that have not been, you know, have not been screened a lot yet. So we have films that are North American premieres, U.S. premieres, and East Coast premieres. So it would be, it would be great. And that's, it's, it's one of the reasons why the, pes- the festival is still in, uh, relevant to the community because even though there's a lot of options uh, to watch LGBTQ films on streaming platforms, a lot of the films that we're showing are not going to be there for another year or so, for the most part. Well, so, and, it, and it's a rare opportunity to see so many LGBTQ films on the big screen and to see it in a community. Yes event yeah and that's you know that's a big part of the festival which a lot of people miss because of the pandemic you know having Mm -hmm. that community experience you know we've heard from people that it's it's difficult to watch things from home but at the same time we also gained new patrons of the festival because we're now offering films virtually because they can watch it in their own time without having to think of their work schedule and, and all that. And sometimes people are just afraid to venture out for yeah. some reason. You know, Maybe. like they don't feel safe. It's interesting that they don't feel safe within the, the LGBTQ community because they're not yet comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. And they're not ready for that yet. So a virtual, a virtual platform gives them that safe space in a way. Well, we've talked about gay and lesbian films, a little bit of drag, but what about in the trans and gender community? What, what, what are you looking forward to? So one of my favorite films that we watch early in the year is called uh, My Emptiness and I. It's about a, um, it's a trans person's journey through self-discovery. And it's nothing like, first of all, there's, there's not always a lot of films about trans experience. You see a lot of documentaries, you know. Yeah, about yeah I'm that. making one. Yeah. Well, you I'm not making it, but there's one being made about you're me. You're the subject. So I, I, I'm the subject, so I can vouch for that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's always a lot of good documentaries and some that are not so great. But there's not always a lot of narrative films about the transgender stories that are plentiful in the community. So this one is called My Emptiness and I, and I believe it's from Spain. It looks it's, like France. It is France, but uh, it is France, but the the person is actually from Spain and moved to oh, France. Okay. Yeah, it says Spanish. Spanish and French are the languages listed on your site for it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and and uh, the original title is actually a Spanish title. Uh, okay. And it's about this person, when we first meet them, is a boy, is a gay man trying to hook up and, you know, and all that. And uh, yep. obviously, they're not comfortable in their own skin and what they're doing. So, and this is why the film uh, is very good for me is because you're in that same journey that the person is taking and the actor playing the role is actually a, a transgender person. And it's not just about someone thinking about surgery or anything like that. 
not just the physical, but we get treated to a trans person being portrayed as a sexual being on screen. And we don't see that often, you know, like how they would meet people in the bars and, you know, how they are with sexual partners and some Mm -hmm. of the issues there and uh, their comfort level and all that stuff. So it's, um, it's also a very good story about a strong person. The interesting thing about that is that, you know, we see in representation of trans people a lot, especially on television, like, you know, trans people are the dead person on CSI, you know, they're the butt of the joke on Friends or, you know, so to see a movie where a real story is represented it's definitely a change of pace and it's definitely one that I'm going to circle and put on my calendar for next weekend. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we're showing it at the, at the Dryden theater, I believe. And, yep. um, 12 PM on October 8th. Um, yeah. And it's also av- available virtually. Some of the things that we're showing by the way are only in uh, theaters. So, yep. you know, when someone's looking at the schedule, make sure you, Check out the ones that are only showing in theaters and maybe find the courage to venture out and watch them because some of them are really great. But for the most part, about 80% of our films will be shown on our virtual platform. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and the website's very user-friendly. You know, you can click on different genres. You can click, click on queer. You can click on, you know, lesbian, gay. Sport, you know, there you, you can also search on there very easily. And once you are into a show, if there's a trailer available, you can watch the trailer. You can also see the, yeah. the screening time live, like at Dryden Theater, we were just talking about. Then right underneath it is the available time online as well. So, like... For My Emptiness and I, October 8th at 12 p.m. at the Dryden Theater is the live screening. And then it's available online from October 9th at midnight through October 16th. So it's one week available online streaming until October 16th at 11.59 p.m. So, Yeah, we try, we, we try to have all the information there. And, you know... Very user-friendly. I, I still have to go in there and make a lot of changes and i'm trying to my best to to put together the short programs right now so (laughs) there there are still some fixings that need to be done but uh, for the most part it's ready and we just want to make sure that people have time to buy their tickets and look at the different films there's actually another film that i want to highlight and it's called before i change my mind it's from canada and, oh, yeah, I saw um, that one. That one caught my eye too. Yeah, it's 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 part of our. We have a series in the festival called the Next Generation series. So yeah. a lot of the films that we believe are important for the young people, for the youth to watch because it's made for them or sometimes made by them. People, I think, under twenty five can get free tickets for them for those uh, films that are tagged next generation series because we want to make sure that they see them but also if you're older than that you could get discount for it but before i change my mind is actually a film about a non-binary character so when you're watching the film this person is just presenting him up uh, presenting themselves for who they are but 
there's really no talk whether it's really a boy or a girl or there's just a person. Yeah, it's just a person. And the role is actually played by a non-binary actor also, a young person. So it's yeah. uh, that's what makes it interesting. So it's uh, it, the film shows how um, someone could navigate their world, especially in high school. I think they're in high school or middle school. And, you know, sometimes that's the most toxic environment for young people. You know, that's where you know, kids feel like they can say anything, they can do anything and without thinking much about how they can hurt other people. So, you know, if you're a non-binary person in that world, you really have to be strong, find support whenever you can get it. And that's what I love about this film. Um, yeah, no, it sounds great. And I, I love that you're making those available for the next generation at no cost. And so... You know, as a, as a, as a, somebody who's battling inflation right now, I think definitely, you know, my kiddo is non-binary and I, you know, I, I'm going to circle that one too and get them out for that. Well, the, the thing is, these are great films and, um, uh, yeah, that's one of the films that are only available in theaters because actually that span of two weeks mm -hmm. is going to be the U S premiere <laughs> of that film. And okay. there's like there's like four to six LGBTQ film festivals going on at the same time for a span of uh, two and a half weeks, including the New York City Film Festival. So we're part of that group of festivals that are that are screening the film for the first time in the U.S. And I think we're we're the first one, but that's why it's called the sneak preview. Yeah. I, now I remember we're calling it the sneak preview because not to interrupt the premiere yeah you know some some bigger festivals want u.s premieres and all that and for me i don't really care it's not like it's not something that we would gain much here in rochester yeah. in a bigger city i understand because they have to compete uh, for attention from the media so you know they have to showcase their films differently for us, you know, all I can say is we just show good movies and people should come see them and hopefully uh, people will believe us. Uh, oh, there you go. Know, you definitely have some great stuff cooking. So, you know, we're looking forward to it. So, well, we've had a great chat. We've already blown through our half hour or more. So how does that feel? I know. I told you, I mean, I could, you know, we haven't even touched the surface of, uh, of what I, we have to offer and uh, i know that's why people are just gonna have to come out and yeah or, check or out the festival or at least check out the the event website for the film descriptions and what is that some, website michael oh our, our official website is imageout.org okay. and that will be linked to our eventive site it's right for, there on the, the left the 30th anniversary is a hyperlink there yeah, so we are actually providing a PDF copy of uh, of the the films that we're offering because some people want something that they can hold on to and you know not just yeah. look at their phones or look on look online. So, so can, that's forthcoming. How else can people access your? We said in person, online. We have several programs uh, for the community, and I mentioned this before also that. We have discounts for seniors, discount for the youth. We've talked about that. 
and free films for the youth, uh, for okay. those next generation series. And we can provide a ASL interpreting for the in-person screenings. And uh, yeah, I was just going to ask, where do they request that? Yeah, they have to call Braden at the office. Okay. And give us time to find someone who could do it. So hopefully they will call a week before the screening and let us know. Okay. And when we, when there's a request for a, an English language film, we usually try to market on the website. So people know that this, someone already requested this for interpreting. So people can go. And we're trying to get things that are showing in the virtual cinema to have closed captioning available. Sometimes it's easier for films to be captioned uh, when, they, when they're shown virtually, but it's not as easy when they're shown in theaters because it's a different file format of, the, of the, you know, it's, it's a technical staff. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds pretty technical for this crowd. <laughs> yeah, so, but um, as you said, uh, we are trying to tag the different films in our website so people who are just looking for a specific, you know, interest, yeah. hopefully it's tagged that way and they can find them. Well, we were talking before too, you know, inflation's taking a bite out of people, but you're also mentioning that if people are financially strapped, there are scholarships or opportunities for financial assistance available to make sure people are able to access the programs. Yeah, we have we have some donors that are generous that would donate to our image image outreach budget, okay. which means that if you feel like you need help trying to get tickets, uh, just call the office and request some of the tickets. Or if you, you know, if you're one of, uh, one of those who, who just want to pay whatever you can, I think that can be arranged also. So, you know, these are great movies that we're bringing. We want people to see them. Yep. So, there's no point in having an empty theater with these films playing. So the more people we could bring in, the better. Yeah, that's a great attitude. To, and I love that approach. Well, well, Michael, I think it's time for us to call it a night. It's not quite Thursday yet. It's actually Tuesday evening and it's getting late and you have work to do. I see books and things and I know you've been working on, but you're, you're getting ready for image out. So thank you for carving out some time for us tonight. Um, well, thank you for having us and uh, talking, for having me and talking about the festival. And hopefully your listeners could join us October 6th to the 16th. And I promise you there will be some great films that will speak to you. And I'm sure you'll enjoy them. Yeah, well, we were able to scratch the surface here. And I think this is a great teaser and this is a great way to leave it. And um until we see you again michael stay well stay safe and we'll see you at image out next week i will look for you amy so right. don't make empty promises oh, oh, oh <laughs> i like you holding me accountable to that all right we'll see you next week all right for michael gamma i am amy stevens and we'll be right back with some concluding remarks right after the big voice of transformation thursday reminds you what you're listening to is copyrighted material 
Thank you for listening to another wandering yet informative episode of Transformation Thursday. The podcast is produced and hosted by Amy Stevens. A special thank you to Kai Von Doom, Sarah Cannon, and the guys from Be More Media, Bebo, and Rory for providing media and consultation services. Until we all assemble again from the land of 10,000 lakes, my name is Bill Satry, the big voice of Transformation Thursday. Good night, everyone.